Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast. My name's Janice and quick little story for you. I'm an intuition development coach. I teach all things energy and intuition and sometimes my friends will message and just ask a quick question, which I don't mind. I just send back a voice message. And after a couple of times, people were like, you know, I wish I wish there was like a full explanation that I could listen to on the go. Maybe you should do a podcast. And so here we are. Here's the podcast. I hope you're excited. We are going to break down a whole lot of energy and intuition just so you can understand it, feel empowered and elevate your life. I hope you are ready. Let's go. Welcome to the Energy and Intuition Podcast. I'm your host, Janice Brown, and I'm an intuition and energy coach, a respiratory therapist, a yoga instructor, and a speaker. This podcast is all about making your life easy because when you understand things from an energetic perspective and you know how your intuition works and feels, things just kind of light up and flow along. It becomes really clear and very, very empowering. So this podcast is all about you and elevating that perspective. It's about having that conversation to give us that clarity. We're going to break a lot of things down and have a lot of fun doing it. Here we go. Welcome to episode one. So this is all about how to not take on other people's energies because so many of us do. So many of us are empaths. And I'll give you a little secret. Everyone is empathic by design. Humans are designed to feel energy. It's what we do. So some of us have shut this down and that's a whole other podcast episode. But For those of us who feel energy and who often take on other people's energies and feel like we can't do anything about it, we're just kind of overwhelmed by it, this is a podcast episode to break down how that works energetically and what to do with it so that you're empowered to make any shifts or changes that you desire in your life. So let's talk about empaths. All of us are empaths and especially as children, we tend to feel things quite acutely, but most of us are told don't be so sensitive, toughen up, and we kind of surrender our ability to feel our own emotions because that's essentially what we're being told to not feel, right? Don't be like this. That's not how the world works. And unfortunately, that's just not true. So if that's you, I'm so sorry. I hear you. I feel you. I was there too. It gets so, so much better. But let's look at this from an energetic perspective. So what happens is is if we set down our emotions, we set down, you know, and shut off our ability to feel our own emotions, energetically, it creates a little bit of a void. But here's the thing. Imagine that you live, you don't have to imagine this is true. The entire world is energy. Our universe, ourselves included, is made of energy. And it kind of works like pressure laws, like high to low pressure. If there's nothing there, Stuff's going to find an equilibrium. It's going to balance out. It's going to fill in so that we're at a nice balanced homeostatic state. The other thing is because we are designed to feel, because we're designed to pick up energy and understand it and we're energetic beings, we actually crave the ability to feel. 
that's what most of us want in our lives. Anyhow, we want to feel loved. We want to feel safe. We want to feel supported. We want to feel connected. So we're designed to feel. So we search it out. We kind of crave it. But we've been told to shut down our own energy, our own emotions, and that's created this kind of void. But because everything is energy, and like I said, it's going to find an equilibrium, what happens is that space that we've created by shutting down our own emotions, it has to fill in with something. So this might sound a little familiar to you. It's going to fill in with typically... Not always, but typically, whatever's in the vicinity. And we all do this. We, you know, have our partner come home from work and we just match our vibe to their vibe. Right? They're in a mood, so we're in a mood. We're just picking up on what they're putting down. Or you see a sad story on the news and you just gravitate towards it because you're craving something to feel and you can feel that strongly. But you grab onto it and you hold it and you take it with you right? You hear a story on the news in the morning on the way to work. And that evening, you're still feeling down, you're still feeling flat. Because you're still holding this energy because you need some energy. It has to fill in with something as empaths, we pick up on either what's around us. Or the next thing we typically pick up is whatever's familiar to us. So for a lot of us, it's the stories we've been told. It's that, you know, expectation of maybe don't shine so brightly. You're not capable of that. There might be a voice that sounds particularly like, you know, your mom or your dad, depending on how you were raised. But there's also a lot of shoulds in that voice. There's a lot of shoulds. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. You should go here. You should look like this. You should wear that. There's a lot of shoulds. And they can come from, you know, your childhood or religion or society. You know, all marketing is sending you messages of those shoulds. So we'll pick up whatever's familiar, right? And we'll live that story because that's what we know. So hopefully this makes a little bit of sense energetically. If there's a void, it's going to fill in with something. And we want it to fill in with something. Because it gives us something to hold on to and something to anchor ourselves to. And that's just a natural human response. So please don't ever judge yourself for that. A lot of us have done it. A lot of us do it. The thing with doing it, though, is it gets exhausting and it gets confusing because that is not your own energy. And there is no situation where you can take on enough of somebody else's emotions to fix anything. You can't. You can't just take the emotions from your partner to make it better. You can listen, of course. You can be compassionate. But taking it on will never benefit you and it will never benefit them. It will never, you know, heal the world for you to feel everybody's pain. So we have to figure out how to stop people pleasing, how to have some boundaries. And I see this happen a lot. People try to shift their mindset and they kind of fall short sometimes. I'm all for mindset work, but sometimes it falls short. And the reason it often falls short is because we haven't gotten the energetic placeholder yet to fill that void. So how do we not take on other people's energy? I hope you're ready for this. I hope you're listening. To not take on other people's energies, you have to have your own thing going on. That is it. When you have your own thing going on, 
you're taking up that space, which means no one else can take up that space, right? No one can stand where you are standing because you're standing there. So you have to have your own thing going on. So you have to bring your own energy. And what does this look like? Well, for starters, it means having your own preferences and being really, really honest with that. So maybe you are like, you know what? I really like the color pink. It just makes me really happy. Awesome. Enjoy it. Hold that energy. Allow yourself to like pink. It's really exciting. Right? Decide how you feel. Maybe you have an opinion on the situation at work. What is that opinion? When you start to go within and develop, you know, identify, acknowledge your own preferences, your own opinions, you start to take up that energetic space and you will stop being bamboozled. This might be the first time I've ever, (laughs) this might be the first time I've ever used the word bamboozled. So not only is it the first podcast episode, it's a world first for me. I've never used that word before. But when you take up space, you'll start creating the energy, you'll start taking up the energetic space and you won't be bamboozled by other people's energies. And I'm going to walk you through this. So for my empathic friends who are all like practicing what they like right now, like hopefully you've picked a color and your foods and be honest about what you like and what you don't like. Maybe you're like, you know what? I actually don't enjoy going to the neighbors every Friday night. I'd rather stay home and read a book. You're allowed. You're allowed to have that preference. Own it. Allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to hold the energy of like, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. So for all my empathic friends who are trying this as they're listening to the podcast, or maybe you save it for after and you try it, here's what's going to happen. Let's walk through the energy of actually starting to define ourselves and our preferences. So when you first do it, what you're doing is you're defining some energy that is yours and it will feel good but at the same time, it might feel unfamiliar. So it might feel like a bit of flow it, and you'll feel it. You're all, all my empathic friends are like, oh yeah, I know all the emotions that come with this. Yes, you do. It might feel like things are starting to flow. It might feel like you're standing a bit taller and taking up more space. And that's because you are. But then immediately following that expansive feeling or that feeling of flow, you might get this gripping kind of like, what the heck? This is unfamiliar. And it's probably true. It probably is an unfamiliar feeling to you. So you get that kind of peak and that rise of that higher vibration and that taking up a space, but then you get this chaser feeling that doesn't feel good that says, this isn't what we were told. We're supposed to play small. So not only do you have to create that energy yourself to take up that space, to have your own story, to have your own space, you have to hold on to it. You have to keep it going through that unfamiliar what is happening here. And what you're actually feeling is change taking place. You are feeling expansion take place. You are feeling new energy take place of old energy. You're empathic. You will feel all of these shifts because you're that powerful and because you're that sensitive. And that is how you start at the very least 
not taking on other people's energies. And we're going to take this further. So some of the natural consequences of taking up your space, having it be defined, right? I like pink. I I really hate, I don't know, pepperettes or, or whatever food everyone else loves. I don't know. But when you start defining this for yourself and acknowledging your preferences, setting boundaries becomes so much easier. You become much more empowered at doing so. And it's important that this comes first because you can shift your mindset, but if the energy isn't there to back it, there's still an energetic gap that you are now fighting with, right? So even if you think, you know what, I'm worthy, I'm strong, I don't need to take on other people's energies. If you don't have anything occupying that space energetically, other people's energies are free to just flow in. So we actually have to do a little bit of energetic work. We actually have to like define, take a stand a little bit, just know ourselves. That's all we're talking about. The other thing that happens, the other natural consequence of this is as you start putting your energy out there, you start defining your likes and your dislikes and you're having your own opinions rather than just absorbing other people's, you have your own, you start to hear your intuition and your inner guidance. And that, my friends, is one of the most incredible feelings ever. And I promise you, if you spend a little time, spend five minutes walking around your house and deciding how you feel, how do I like this room? How do I like this table? How do I like this? Or whatever, anything that you can do to practice defining your likes and your preferences and starting to know yourself again and being really, really honest about it, it is going to feel like you are coming home to yourself. And that is such a good feeling as well. I would argue it's one of the best feelings in the world. When you finally feel at home in your body and in your mind and in your soul and in your life, oh, it feels so good. So I'm going to share a story with you that happened probably a couple of years ago. And just because I want you to know that no matter how practiced you are, sometimes you still drop the ball and that's okay. We can do what I call checks and balances. So a few years ago, I'm at the grocery store, I'm at the self-checkout, and there's this guy beside me, and he is like full force checking out. He's like grabbing his groceries, scanning them, and just throwing them in the bag, and grabbing his groceries and scanning them, and just in the bag. And he's like reaching, his body is flying from the right side of the till to the left side of the till, and he's just like getting all the groceries in as fast as he can. And oh, and he, I'm like scanning my groceries, and he like pays and he grabs his bags and he rushes out of the store. And all of my empathic friends who are listening to this are like, Janice, we can tell in your voice it's stressing us out because there's so much rushing panic and anxiety. Yes, my empaths, you feel that. So I, of course, am now anxious and feeling rushed and like, oh my gosh, I have to get my groceries and go. And I'm walking out through the parking lot and I literally stopped and I was like, wait a second, am I in a rush? Do I have somewhere to be? Right? I'm doing my own checks and I'm like, no, I don't have to be anywhere. Okay, so I don't need to rush. But just like that, I picked up this guy's energy so much because his energy was so much stronger than what I was carrying about myself at that point. So it just goes to show you that even if you are really practiced, if there's really big energy in the room, you're going to pick up on it too, which is fine because we're not looking to get through life without picking up on energy. But if there's big energy in the room, your options are to remove yourself from the room or to raise your energy. 
or to not pick up on theirs. So there's choices and all of them are just practiced ways of managing your energy, right? Some of it is owning yourself. Some of it is just being like, I'm worthy of sitting at this table anyhow. I don't care what you think. Some of it is, this isn't my vibe. I don't want to spend my time or energy here. So it's for you to go within and decide moment to moment, decide situation to situation, what works for you. Because no matter how practiced you are, sometimes the best way to protect your energy is to just not be around energy that doesn't jive. Especially if it's big, especially if it's condescending. But you can have big energy. You can bring big loving energy anywhere you want, provided you have the capacity to do so and you you have the energy to do so. Everyone's capable of it. I just mean, you know, it's hard to do if you're tired, right? You're like, I don't want to bring big loving energy. I don't necessarily want to step up and lead, but you have the capacity. You can decide. And all of it is just a practice. Okay. We have ideas now on ways we can start defining our energy. And it comes from our preferences. It comes from getting to know ourselves. And that will grow and change as we grow and change. So cut the pressure that you always have to have it locked down and you always have to be one certain way. You are going to grow, you are going to evolve, and it's going to be beautiful. But how do we decompress or get rid of the energy that we have picked up? In the spiritual world, in the energetic world, some people will call it grounding. Grounding our energy, grounding ourselves, And really what it is, is it's shaking off or getting rid of the energy that isn't ours. It's coming back to ourselves. How do we do this? Our bodies pick up vibration and energy like crazy. It will pick up on the vibe so quickly. In order to decompress this energy, because if you think of it as going through your day, right? You have this interaction with your boss and then you go and talk to this colleague and then you hear something on the news. You're kind of just collecting bits and pieces as you go, unless you've really got your vibe going and you're just like, you know what? Um, That's okay. That's a you problem. And I'm just not going to listen to the news or whatever. But let's say that you've kind of picked up little bits of energy, other people's energies as you're going throughout the day. We have to decompress that somehow, right? Because our body's going to store it because it doesn't know what else to do. So a couple of ways that you can decompress this or like just shed this energy, if you will think of it almost like a dog that gets out of the water and then does that shake. That's kind of what we want to do with the energy, right? We just want to shake it off, reset ourselves. You can do this with the breath. You can do this with the body. So you can do this while you're listening, even unless you're driving. If you're driving, please focus on driving. But with the breath, simply lengthen your inhale. Slow it down, and when you feel full, exhale. Do a couple like that. And on one of your exhales, you'll notice the body soften. You'll notice it relax just a little bit. And the science behind that has to do with the vagus nerve, signaling the brain that you're safe, that you can relax. If your shoulders are up by the ears, please roll them down and away. But it sends a cue to our body and to our brain that we are safe when we take a couple of breaths like that. And then we can relax. And then we're not holding this tension that we've picked up throughout the day. The other thing you can do is move the body. So 
couple of stretches. Some people like to go for a walk. Some people like to go for a run. Some people like to do boxing or do a class at the gym. Honestly, the right answer is whichever one you enjoy doing. Some people love running and that's wonderful. They should run. If you love yoga, please do some yoga. Whatever it is, go for a hike, go for a bike ride, whatever it is you like to do, you're going to follow what resonates. That's the right thing for you to do to shed that energy, to decompress yourself and to just ground yourself. I hope that gives you a ton of clarity on how to handle the energy of being an empath and how to stop taking on other people's energies. When you kind of break down the energy that's going on, it makes sense and it shows you kind of what you have to do. And once you start having kind of your own thing going on, you can play with it. You can shape it. You can put it in this direction. You can put it in that direction. You can make it bigger, right? Obviously, I picked up energy from that guy in the grocery store because he had a lot bigger energy going on than I did at that moment. And that's okay, right? We just want to be aware of ourselves and notice, okay, I picked something up. I don't need it. I'm going to set it right back down. I hope you take it with you. It doesn't take much. Just spend some time with yourself because you are beautiful and you deserve that. In our next episode, we are going to be discussing intuition, how it works. One of my favorite topics. I will see you there. Have an absolutely wonderful day, guys. My name's Janice Brown. Thank you so much for listening. If it resonates, take a moment to subscribe and follow along leave a review or share this with a friend. If you have questions you would like me to answer on this podcast or you want to go deeper into this work, you can find all that information below. There's my website and a couple of ways to contact me. And I am so grateful to share this experience with you. Have an amazing week.